This is a special edition of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast, and I'm your host, John S. Today I'll be speaking with Willow F. and Tom L. about the upcoming Widening the Gateway Conference to take place on March 31st, 2018 in Tacoma, Washington. Widening the Gateway is a conference of secular AA members from the Pacific Northwest and beyond. And hey, Willow. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Great. Hi, John. Doing great. So this is actually the second. Is this the second annual Winding the Gateway Conference. Is that right? Well, it's the second one. We haven't quite been annual. Okay. Um, we'll sort of, we're sort of doing biannual gotcha. uh, as happenstance. But gotcha. Okay. For sure. <laughs> yep. And I think uh, at your first one, um, is that when you went to that first one, is that when you first learned about secular AA or you're just starting to learn about it? Yeah, pretty much for me. That's what I thought. And that, that was a pretty cool conference. You had uh, Roger was over there, um, gave his talk. And um, you want to kind of talk about that experience and, and what that was like? Uh, yeah, John, if I could take just a minute to introduce myself. Oh, yeah, Tom. Tom. Well, was really known on your website, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, was involved in Met Willow in something that wasn't an AA-related thing. It was called Atheist in Sobriety. Okay. And it was a meetup. And we learned that we were all in this thing kind of struggling what to do. And that's when I decided that we needed to start up a group that would be a real AA group. And so uh-huh. that's the beginning of the many past groups in here and some of the others uh, around here. And so Willow and I have been together since that, that point, a little over two years now with that meeting. We have that particular meeting, the many pathways uh, meeting here and past meeting here in Burien on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesday evening, then we have some affiliated groups. We have an affiliated NA group also that came from that first meeting we had in April. Um, so that's, I guess, enough about it. I've been sober almost nine years and came into the traditional way, into the very traditional meetings. Mm-hmm. But realized at some point I had to have something different. And whether it was me that uh, started that or somebody else was going to all my effort behind that. So you guys actually have a pretty good uh, secular AA community up there, don't you? Yeah, it's 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 doing all right. It's a uh, um, we get at our Sunday meeting. We probably have regularly had around fifteen people lately, fifteen to twenty people, mm-hmm. and then we've got a couple other smaller meetings sprinkled around that range, you know, five to ten people each. Um, but yeah, we've we've been able to build a. a pretty solid little community that started to grow and you're on facebook too you guys are networked that way as well yeah so how's it been getting the conference organized it's been going pretty well i think um the group that we have working on it everybody's uh working really well together we get uh we've got some people from a few different places around the region so there's the core of us that are here in the Berean area there's about four of us from the Berean area that have been pretty regularly working on it. And then we've got um, uh, someone coming over from the east side of Lake Washington, so Bellevue, Kirkland area. Um, we've got a couple folks coming from the Gig Harbor area, which is on the other side of the Puget Sound from uh, Tacoma. 
And so, yeah, we've, we've gotten pretty good participation from around the region. We've also had a couple of folks that have come down um, from BC to join us for the planning meetings, and they're working on some stuff from that end of town. It's been really nice. It's been a really good group, and it's all coming together pretty easily. What a beautiful area it is up there. I would love to go sometime. Um, and you, get, you really do get to draw from a pretty good um, population area as well. So that's pretty Bodes, bodes well for you. So um, what can you say about the schedule? What do you have uh, planned for the for the conference? Well, so uh, we decided that we would kind of have a theme for, for this conference to give a little bit of guidance and some tracks. So we decided on um, the three pillars, so unity, recovery, and service. Oh, okay. um, we've, we've sort of mixed up the order a little bit. So in the conference itself, um, we'll have our we'll have an opening speaker, uh, and then we go into the uh, recovery track first. Uh, the service track is in the middle, so that people don't skip it. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> unity track is at the end, so that we're um, ending up with that on our minds. And then we've got a closing speaker at the end of that. And during each of the three tracks, there's going to be three different perspectives presented we've got three rooms for the conference mm -hmm. um we'll have three different perspectives on each track so a total of nine workshops well that's interesting so what do you mean by perspectives what how uh, what's that going to be how are you they different so for instance in the the, the first uh track session is on recovery mm -hmm. so a couple of different versions that we have on that um Tom is going to be hosting one of the panels, and that's Spirituality and Unchurched AA. Oh, okay. And then uh, John, one of our members from Gig Harbor, and uh, some of the other folks from that group uh, are doing Evolution of a Secular AA group. Oh, interesting. And then Todd, who's one of the um, folks that Tom had met and, and that I met in that, that original meetup group that we mm -hmm. had, he's the one who started up the... A secular NA meeting, and they have a they created a secular version of the twelve steps that they share within their meeting. So he's going to present on that. Oh, cool! And then in the second session about service, we've got um, Will, one of our home group members, is going to do service, the newcomer, and our primary purpose. Mm -hmm. Eric, our member from the east side, that's been helping with the planning, he's going to uh, do a session on sponsorship, mm -hmm. um, secular perspectives. Either And we were talking a little bit about this today. He's um, going to look at uh, a traditional person sponsoring a secular person, yeah. a secular person sponsoring a traditional person, and secular to secular. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and then uh, we've got uh, our, our BC contingent um, is doing a session on attracting young people. And so those are the three within the recovery track. Okay. And then in Unity... Uh, we've got a session on secular Al-Anon. We've uh -oh. got a couple of members of our home group are Al-Anon members, and uh, and we uh, welcome full participation from Al-Anon members yeah. at the conference. So they're but they're going to have there's going to be a specifically an Al-Anon one, and then um, we've got experiences with gaining and retaining unity mm -hmm. uh, from the Olympia group. And they're the ones that did the original. Widening the Gateway Conference. Okay. And we have one open session there in the Unity track that we're looking for somebody to fill. So 
Okay. So, Tom, what, what do you have planned for your uh, panel? What are you thinking about? Uh, well, spirituality and unchurched AA. I, I kind of like, I've got some references that I, I'm leaning on right now about what that means, unchurched. Uh-huh. I like that term uh, within AA because it doesn't get you to have to declare I'm, I'm secular, I'm whatever, whatever. And you can actually say that in this situation, I am unchurched. And that has an official meaning, official definition. And in fact, uh, we are part of the United States. They have a Bible belt. Pacific Northwest is part of the official uh, unchurched belt. Okay. <laughs> so I'm speaking to the crowd in, in our area, but I'm talking specifically about spirituality and what it could mean for those of us in the secular environment. Gotcha. And, uh, it's going to be a, kind of a curious thing because I know we have some people that are opposed uh-huh. to spirituality and so I'm I want to open that up and take that into consideration, but what I consider and what some of my panelists might consider spiritual within a, a situation where they might not even have a God or belief in God. Right. Spirituality could be. Well, that's always an interesting panel. I think every secular AA convention should have one on spirituality uh, because you know, it's actually a very interesting topic when you when you think about it. There's a I've kind of gotten to the where I feel how I feel about it is it's just vocabulary. It's all it is. It's a way of describing the experience. Um, and I I think there's a lot of use for it uh, because. You know, I, I kind of see it as metaphor. It's a way of, um, you know, communicating a message um, that some people are more receptive to that language than other people might be. So, um, you know, I think it's I think I think it's cool. You know, I like it. I like the different perspectives. I like the different thoughts on it. You know, some people have no use for it. Some people like it. You know, I think it's kind of interesting. You know, I was, ta- I was talking to Willow about recording these things. Right. And I was doing a little bit of research and um just to tell you an easy way to record is okay on your you can just use an iPhone or any cell phone and you mm-hmm. can get like um these little clip-on microphones. Um you can see them on Amazon. They're pretty cheap. And basically the the microphone just plugs into you just clip it on your collar and the microphone plugs into your iPhone, and then you just need an app to do the recording. And if you did that, you'd actually get pretty good quality. Now, if you have a panel where you have multiple people, then you might want to maybe get some kind of a um, digital recorder that records the entire environment or something like that. But I would love to see these things get recorded. I wish I could go there just to do the recording. But that's very interesting. I could have how to do that. I have an app on my iPhone, so. I'm sure we can arrange it somehow. Yeah, um, I, I just love the audio of all these um, different conferences and stuff. They they did they had a conference in Arizona, and they've got some audio there. I didn't ask them how they did it, but it's it's pretty decent. You know, I think they may have used their cell phones or something, but you know, they were able to pick up the what was going on, and it's kind of nice to be able to post that. And I always grab all those audios and I always put them on our YouTube channel, which is always kind of fun. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice to have those recordings for folks that can't make it. I mean, I I think there's some some value also in the in the immediacy of being there yeah yeah also, you know, not everybody can be everywhere and i think especially right now while we're still kind of young in this movement uh-huh. you know it, it was so important for me to be able to find you know your podcast and yeah. a variety of people talking about this stuff mm-hmm. um and I think that's really important for folks, too. So I, I think we're going to try to at least record the two speakers. That's a good idea. And then, and I'm not sure about the panels themselves. Uh-huh. Um, 
but the speakers we're going to try to do those. Good. Yeah, I also like that there, that we have these regional conferences. So I'm glad that you're doing this. Um, so we've got Toronto. Arizona, the in the Pacific Northwest, I guess Tacoma, uh, Olympia. So that's that's kind of nice, and I bet there'll there'll be some others coming on. I I kind of think that's the best way to do this these things, you know, um, because you can get it's easier for people to get to these regional conferences than it would be to maybe travel some big long distance to go go somewhere. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of both though. I I really loved having an excuse to do some travel and get to Austin. I yeah. I would really love to be able to get to um, Toronto. I don't think that I'm going to be able to make it this year just because I've got some other things going on. Yeah. But I love the idea of being able to travel for some of these as well. I I personally hope that Hawaii will make it. Oh, that'd be cool. I've never been to Hawaii. <laughs> I know there was at least one guy from Hawaii in Austin. So. Yeah. They should do one in New York, too. I'd like to see, um, see one out in New York. That'd be fun to see some of the sites out there. Yeah. And it, it does look like we've got... We've got some folks um, come into this one from New York, California, D.C. Uh, so we're getting people from a few different places coming to ours. And and I think that that's nice as well to, you know, oh, yeah. be able to come from a different area, um, you know, do one day at the conference and then explore the area. And your your conference is it's a one day deal, isn't it? Wow. Yep. Yep. It's, and we're going to. So. All the content is on Saturday, March 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but we, so we're going to try to do um, a social, like a meet and greet on Friday night um, of some sort, either whether it's at the hotel or somewhere nearby. Um, we'll try to arrange that. And then on Sunday, uh, kind of depending on what the folks that are coming want to do, um, we're, we're ready and willing to organize some sort of a, an outing or adventure. There's, there's a bunch of really cool museums in the area. There's, um, you know, there's zoos, there's Mount Rainier, things like that. So one of the things that we wanted to do is make available some time to do something social, not necessarily attached to the conference. Um, so we've got someone on deck to, that's, we call him our cruise director. Um, so if we want to do some social stuff on that next day, start getting the word out to folks, have people say, you know, yeah, I'd like to go along with that. And then we'll do some planning of those things. So was it very difficult to put this together? It wasn't, it wasn't too tough. Um, You know, I've had, I've had some experience with event planning from some artistic stuff that I do. Uh, So it wasn't really all that intimidating to me to start to put that together. The biggest challenge I think is, you know, taking on because um, with Olympia, there wasn't an established ticketing system. There's not like there's an established conference group. Right. Um, they had just done that one sort of as a one-off and weren't mm-hmm. sure if they were going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And so they had a little bit of seed money that they passed on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we ended up setting up a bank account and uh, setting up the ticketing system, setting nice. up the new web, um, going to the hotel. The, the previous conference was um in a church in that area um and we wanted it um because most of us are a little bit more north we wanted to choose tacoma but most of us on the main planning committee don't live in that area Mm -hmm. so uh it was a little bit hard to find the kind of secret place that doesn't cost very much so we did end up going with a you know a hotel which has a little bit more cost um, which is part of why, you know, we had to make, we wanted the ticket prices to be down in the $25 range, mm-hmm. but with this hotel, we have to do, we have to use their catering and things like that. So, um, $45 is 
where we ended up landing at for the day. So, which, which hopefully isn't too bad. And we also, one of the things we've talked about, you know, if there's anybody who is finding cost to be a blocker, mm-hmm. I want them to know to go ahead and contact us. We have a number of groups and individuals who've said that they'll help make sure that anybody that wants to be there can be. So we're trying to get that word out as well. The only intimidating part was, you know, booking the hotel and, and doing all that stuff. But Did you have to make a deposit for it and everything? Yeah. I was surprised at how inexpensive the deposit was, mm-hmm. uh, $250. Oh, really? Wow. But we, we have to have the uh, we have to have it paid for two weeks prior to the event. Okay. That's not so bad. If you're thinking about buying tickets, go ahead and do it. <laughs> oh, you have to pay for the whole... Th- yeah, that's right. Okay, so the 250 yeah. is a deposit, but then you have to pay for the whole event before the act- you actually go, right? Right, right. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that, that causes a little bit of stress, I guess. A little bit, but I think, you know, we've got pretty good interest and uh, um, in Olympia, they were expecting about 30 people and they got about 70. And so, and the community has grown since then. Mm -hmm. So we we need to get 100 people Mm -hmm. and we have room for 150. And I I suspect we'll be closer to the 150 side. Oh, that's awesome. That's really excellent. So, yeah. Let me just say right quick down there. What was the driving force behind this? I, I don't know if anybody else would have taken this on. Very good. We've had regular meetings with a lot of good cooperation mm-hmm. in the Tacoma area. And there's some secular meetings, including a new one down there. They've come all the way to Burien, where we are right now, to participate in this every time we've had a meeting. So it's really good. And Willow's been the, the driving force of this behind that. Well, you guys have just done an amazing job. I love the website, by the way. Who, who designed the website? So that is uh, Bruce, and uh, Bruce is actually also our uh, closing speaker oh, for the conference. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so he, he did the website for us. Uh, he's one of our, um, he, he has been a home group member uh, at Sunday, and then he's the one who started, there's a Sunday evening meeting that he started on in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle, and then he just recently moved it downtown this place called the recovery cafe Mm -hmm. um they have in downtown seattle okay yeah so do you guys are do you have like um do you have like a banquet room that you rented out do you have also some breakout rooms um yeah they the way that they have it designed at this hotel is that there's so there's one room that uh is a is a big banquet room it has enough room for the full 150 people okay and then that room has a divider and divides into two and then there's a a smaller room across the hallway from it. Okay. So, so we'll have a large room for the main speaker. We'll pull the divider. That breaks into the three rooms. Um, we keep the divider pulled for the whole day. Um, and then at the end, when it comes to the uh, closing speaker, then we open the, the divider up again and everybody goes back into the main room. Um, and that was, you know, that was one of the other benefits of having it in a hotel like this is that, you know, they've got staff that are going to take care of all of yeah, that for us. That's nice. And, mm. and, and they know what they're doing. You know, it, it just makes it really easy. We don't have to worry about having a setup committee. And there's certainly some stuff that we're going to need to do, but they're doing a fair amount of it for us. Yeah, that is really nice. I was asking because um, Eric and Thomas, they're talking about starting a Midwestern conference. And I don't know what they're thinking about the first one, like it's going to be maybe in Michigan or if it's going to be in Chicago or whatever. 
but I told them I'd like to help with that because um, the Midwest is such a huge area, though. So I don't know. They could have it in Chicago. That's a pretty good draw. Um, they could have it in Min- Minnesota. Minneapolis is a fun city. Um, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I would hate. Um, I I a couple of years ago, I guess um, I was thinking that'd be fun to start one in Kansas City. But I just don't know, man. I was kind of afraid to take that on. But um, maybe someday. Yeah, it's it's. It really hasn't been that tough, but it it also requires you know having enough people to jump in and do pieces of it. You know, our um, our treasurer Lori, uh, she's worked on uh, small AA conferences before, so that was really helpful to me yeah. because I had confidence that I could uh, you know kind of program manage the thing as a whole. But I haven't done that detailed stuff, uh, so she knew the ins and outs of that and you know how to set up the bank account specifically for mm-hmm. it. It'll be interesting to see if you guys get any, uh, if you pull anybody from just traditional AA meetings, you know, that might want to check it out. No, I, I hope they do, actually. I do, uh, too. That would yeah. be interesting. They would see, they would probably find that, well, you know, um, actually, they're not so much different than we are, <laughs> really. Yeah. They just don't pray. <laughs> We're getting the word out, too. Where that's one of the things that we've been um, focused on doing, you know, with the planning group and with our other home group members is getting the word out, you know, in our districts and yeah and stuff like that getting the flyers out there and spreading the word a little bit yeah i think that's really good um you know that's that's one thing that i kind of believe in that that has been helpful to our group is just kind of networking and getting involved with other groups in our city and in the area um and they they find oh these guys are just aa people like us they're you know we 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 have more in common than not really when you get down to it that was one of the things that i found very important for me anyway in starting meetings up, secular meetings or whatever we want to call them, is that we are AA by every definition. We're mm-hmm. in intergroups, we're in part of the area of Sunway, Western Washington, mm-hmm. uh, that we're known throughout it, and we're not you know, some freak that comes in off the street to, to do something. They know who we are, they know us regularly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how it is for us, too. And I, I think that's great. And uh, we, we get along with everybody just fine. So I bet if, you know, actually, we, we did not have a conference, but we did something a couple of years ago. I guess it was the year before last. We had our um, second anniversary for our group and the first anniversary for the Freethinkers group. And what we did, we rented out um, the main uh, hall at our church and then another larger hall. So we had like two halls rented out. And then we invited Roger see down to speak and that was kind of fun we had i think we had about we had less than 100 but i'd say that we had 60 50 60 i mean it was a maybe a little bit more than that it was a pretty good crowd and we actually did draw some people from some other groups and so forth so that was kind of fun and we might want to try to do that again sometime you know that was pretty inexpensive just to do it in our church and then to invite somebody down to speak it was kind of fun and it's good to see people from other groups to show up i wanted to mention john too i wanted to talk a little bit if we could about our um our opening and closing speakers oh yeah please do so I was trying to, and I was trying to find, you know, so our opening speaker is uh, Ray, Ray B, and he is from BC, and uh, he's actually on the National Recovery Advisory Committee. He, um, he's uh, a clinical professor, um, and he's done some work particularly in uh, addiction medicine. Oh, and interesting. I wish, I, I actually am having trouble finding his bio right now. I wish I could track it down, but... Um, he was uh, recommended by one of our other members. Uh, you know, he goes to some meetings with them up there, 
and uh, you know comes from a secular perspective himself, but really has an amazing um, amount of information about addiction medicine and mm. recovery medicine that he's going to be that he'll kind of be talking from in his share. Like I said, I he, he, I know that he's he's writing a, a book currently mm-hmm. uh, about addiction medicine, and he's done a lot of work with the that Canadian Council. Um, on recovery, the National Recovery Advising, Advisory. Oh, okay. They've done some significant work up in Canada about oh, Well, that I would like to hear that 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 talk, and I might want to talk to him on a podcast sometime. I, I'm really interested oh. in addiction medicine. Um, you know, we had that Dr. Labor on, and she was great. Um, but I would love to. I'd love to hear what he has to say about that topic. I've yeah. just learned a lot about it recently from talking to you know Dr. Labor and from reading and watching YouTube videos and stuff. I think it's really interesting. Oh, and then uh, and then our closing speaker, like I said, that's going to be uh, Bruce. That's on our planning committee. And uh, Bruce is, he's got a number of years sober. He's had a, a pretty interesting journey himself uh, in finding our meetings. Um, you just see, he's got a little, I think on the website, he has a little blurb written up. Yeah, uh, My Life in AA, Past, Present, and Future is going to be his presentation. Okay. And, then, um, and, and Ray's, Ray's is uh, What Keeps Us Sober, Building Our Recovery Capital as We Trudge Our Many Pathways to Happy Death of happy destiny oh excellent interesting yeah i think it'll be a couple of great perspectives i think you know ray uh kind of comes in with sort of the a little bit of the academic approach yeah sort of get set and ready to learn a little bit about what we're doing here yep and um uh bruce's message uh you know the past present and future he's 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 a really uh warm and pleasant guy and really interested in in making a more comfortable and welcoming, you know, no matter what your belief system will wind up that unity side of the presentation real nicely. Cool. Sounds like a nice balance. You guys have a, you guys have a really nice or, um, organized uh, plan for this thing. Um, I really do wish I could be there, but I can't, <laughs> I can't go to everything I'd like to go to. <laughs> Bruce got sober in Minneapolis. In fact, that's where he is today. He's coming back tomorrow. Oh, okay. He's very involved in young uh, people's AA. Considerable experience, but from the Midwest Virginia, that's where I got so. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I think that we've covered uh, pretty much uh, the the convention. Um, it's going to be March thirty first, two thousand eighteen, and the location again is at is at the um, Best Western Plus Tacoma Dome Hotel, twenty six eleven East E Street, Tacoma, Washington. And the room rate is ninety nine dollars, um, which is a good rate, and forty five dollars to register. So. Hope- Hopefully people will show up and have a good time. I'm sure they will. Yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. Those of yeah. us here are really excited about it. Well, thank you very much. Um, we'll get the word out as best we can on our website, on YouTube, and everywhere else, Facebook. And uh, thank you very much for joining us and sharing this information with everybody. Yeah, thank you, John. Really Thanks, appreciate John. this opportunity. Okay, thank you.
Well, that's it for this special edition of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast. Uh, If you would like to register for the convention, uh, please visit the website, widengate.com. That's W-I-D-E-N gate.com. Everything you need for the convention is right there to register. All right. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'll touch base with you all real soon with another episode of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast.